got them big hands, huh? I can palm two basketballs with both my hands, yeah. What the? Yeah. This man's got two sandwiches for hands. Hey. Um, who is this man? I am Khalid Taylor. Thank you for asking. Ooh, put a pause on him. Yeah. You gotta Made use you your dramatic stopped. Pauses. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta earn your pauses. And earn I, your pauses. My name is Magenta Thomas. Mm. And this is We'll figure it out. Haha. <laughs> yes. This is this is this is starting off real calm. I like it. It is. Really? All right. Oh, yes. I want to get into it though. Have you heard about Shikari Richardson? Or Shikari uh, Richards? The track athlete? Mm-hmm. I know nothing about her except that she's extremely fast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's been she's been pretty all up and down my, my Twitter timeline and I'm kinda really liking it because okay. I love seeing like black women do pretty much anything. Okay. And the fact that she's like good and she knows she she knows she's good, kinda mm-hmm. like in the same realm as Simone Biles and as Naomi Osaka. Um, they're just kinda like confident and they like are on their shit and like it, there's no there's no doubt about it in their mind. Um it's just oh, and the, uh, the there's a there's a there was there's one that swims. I think her name is Vanessa. I don't know. I just learned about her on Instagram last night. Um, but just like black women, just like in the Olympic trials, we're seeing them just kind of like pop up and like succeed. And it's just like there's a lot of black people in like all the sports, which is like, which is really really refreshing to see, as well. Um, but yeah, Shakari Richards, she's gonna represent the U.S. at the Olympics. I think all, a lot of the track athletes that are going to represent the United States are black. And, like, that's – I'm kind of fucking with that. Well, it seems my dog agrees. But um, I am extremely happy about that because if, we, if we've looked at – I think when it comes to confidence, I don't know their personal situations, but I know that Serena Williams absolutely – if we're going to talk about who could possibly have inspired them beside the role models that they have in their immediate yeah. life, I think that Serena, Serena Williams... Serena Williams is the GOAT. Yes. There's there's really no question about it. No matter how many how many people want to say that she's not um, or belittle her, her accomplishments or anything that she does, she seems like one of the first uh, women that... Or black women in sports that was... That who openly was like, I'm, I'm the best. And mm-hmm. you can say all the shit you want to say. I'm the best. My numbers say it. Mm-hmm. My trophy case says it. I say it. And literally everybody else, else except you racist motherfuckers say it. Um, exactly. exactly. And, There's and like think, not a doubt in their mind that they are great. Absolutely. And it's not. there shouldn't be a doubt in their mind because it's, it's some sports aren't really subjective. Um, mm-hmm. Sports sports are like essentially like math. Because you score points typically in most sports, or mm-hmm. you like unlike or golf, you you technically score points. Golf, if I have it right, you every stroke you gain more points, and that's not a good thing. Um, that's not that's not how you score golf. But keep yeah, going. I, I don't know how to yeah, listen. I played in GTA and I did putt putt a couple times. Um, so <laughs> it's it's low it's lowest score wins. Yeah. So, so yeah. So want, like every you wanna, stroke you want to hit it. Yeah, in the least amount of strokes. Yeah. So every stroke right. you get a point, and that's not a good thing. No. Right. Yes, it's not yes. a good thing. Yes, yes, but to think about it that way is so confusing. It is. That's why I don't you watch gain golf. A point. <laughs> okay. My dad just sits and watches golf. Like every time I go and visit him, he just has the golf channel on, and I'm not gonna lie, I, I kind of, I think mm-hmm. I kind of like watching golf now. 
Because when golf? I go over there, I'm just like, because they're the people that play golf are really, really good at golf. Yeah. And I know there's like, um, anger around golf because it it like uses a lot of land and a lot of resources, yeah. and I completely understand that. Um, but I played in high school. It was cool. I met some cool people doing it. Um, it kept me up and moving because we had to. We couldn't get carts because they hate us. Um, carts. We had to. Yeah, like golf carts. Um, oh. We had to walk. We had okay. to walk the course. Um, and it was, so it was a, like I had to walk a bunch, and that was cool. And I carried my bags with me. Um, and that was fun. And so, unfortunately, I think I like watching golf now just because I watch it with my dad and it's just like it's golf is not an easy thing to be good at it's easy to learn but not easy to get good at um and i'm i'm not that great at golf <laughs> i just tell people i play it just because it surprises them they're like you play golf and i'm like yeah and then if somebody actually plays golf and it's like what do you shoot that just means like on like a typical 18 whole course like about what score do you average and i'm just like uh, the 70s because i don't because I, I don't know it's like i think like 60 probably or something like that is par so if i'm like in the 70s then like i'm a little over par yeah so i'm not that but i'm not that great i like playing it it's fun i mean honestly um, what else matters you're, you're not playing right. it for anybody else except yourself so why not and enjoy it like yeah. that's um that's the reason i had to put lacrosse down for a bit because i end up i i first of all i don't think i'm good at it i know i'm not good at it um and it just pisses me off and so as much as i enjoy Whoops, haha, <laughs> don't mean to startle you. This is Magenta as she's editing the podcast. Um, you know, confidence. Khalid had a bit of a technical issue with his microphone while we were recording. Mm -hmm. So this part um, did not record, but here he's talking about how he doesn't think he's good at lacrosse and so he doesn't play and that athletes are at different skill levels. Uh, even outside of golf, you, yeah. Rocket, like even fucking Rocket League, like yeah. there's a, you can be good at it. But then there's right. just a different level in there's between. There's another level. Yes. Like of it just being good. natural. Yeah. There's good and then there's amazing. And then there's mm -hmm. pro. Mm -hmm. And that's, the, I mean, and then that gap in between, and in most yeah. sports it's, between good so and amazing and yeah. pro and is amazing. a very large gap. It's so big. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Like you can be a wreck god at basketball. You can go in there and start cooking kids. And then mm -hmm. as soon as soon as somebody that played over in China comes in, somebody they just just a little bigger than you, just a little, yeah. not even bigger, not even bigger. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: they could just be a fucking baller, and you could be a yeah. wreck king. They can come in and cross your shit up. And then when when mm -hmm. and when when the the sixteenth man from the worst team with the worst record in NBA comes in and starts cooking yeah. everybody in there, you're like, oh, so that gap. Because then you got to think about LeBron. You got to think about right. like how big is that gap. You could have the exact yeah. six, six foot eight man who's never played a day of basketball. You got to think about how big that gap is between LeBron James mm -hmm. and that man. And you're just like, God, these motherfuckers invest so much time into this or just so naturally talented. Like, um, yeah. first of all, I, want, I don't know if you've been seeing this, but uh, Ben Simmons, do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. Has he like, <laughs> just not played in like the last four quarters? In the so, last couple of games, right? I he haven't hasn't scored yeah. anything or shot anything. Yeah, yeah, I think apparently he had like 14 shot attempts in the whole series. And it was a seven-game series. Um, and he was a point guard. And 
He's a point guard. Yeah, he's a six I thought he was guard. like a center or something. They're think oh, yes. Shit. He's a six foot everybody thought he was gonna be like Magic Johnson or LeBron James, six foot eight right. slash six foot nine guys that could essentially say I can so for to break this down for people that aren't big sports fans or big basketball fans, basically the the way the the system in basketball is set up is you have five positions on the floor. You have your point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, and center. The the typically the 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 lineup is based on your height slash skill. Now right. early in basketball, like your you, size, right? Yes, yes, exactly. And early in basketball, like nineteen fifties through like eighties. Like into the 90s, your position, your height really determined what position you played, no matter what your skill was. So even if yeah, you were the sense. most, yeah, even if you were the most skillful big man with the basketball, you were still playing center. So if you were seven mm-hmm. one and you could cross somebody up, no matter, you're still playing center because you're tall. Now, because the game has opened up more in the 2000s and now where we are now, you can have a guy like LeBron James and you can have a guy, big guys play those positions. Now it's not unheard mm-hmm. of that tall guys in the past like magic johnson who was six foot nine six foot eight plays the point guard because he's just that good and that's why magic johnson is magic johnson but not everybody else is magic johnson but anyways to ben simmons is he's this young guy i think he might be a year older than me a year younger 24 26 one or two um yeah and he's from australia Guy can drive to the basket. He can pass. So they're like, let's put him. Let's put him at the point guard. It's really hard to guard somebody, especially if you have a bunch of six four, six three guys guarding a six foot eight guy, because those are the original point guards or the point typical point guard size. So right. I know I know this is sports talk, and I apologize. I am not apologizing. Um, no, you're fine. So- this, is, this is kind of uh, informational. Because <laughs> I, I love I love hearing about like the inner workings of basketball and just like th- there's so many like mechanics to it, and so and so much like the intuition that you have to have and it's just like it's kind of like another language almost like how how football is Mm -hmm. to me because i was naive as hell i thought football was like easy to like to like learn and to master just kind of like oh you you throw the ball here and then and then you run the ball there you make it look like you're gonna run the ball and then you actually pass the ball that's called play action yeah um i'm learning about like all of this stuff and it's just like it's much deeper than i thought it was yes, especially it reading defenses oh my god defenses seem so damn complicated just like the positioning of the linebacker backers and the safeties um like if it's a blitz if it's a zone blitz if it's a man blitz if it's yeah. just like what how, what cover cover two cover three yeah. just like and then the names for all the plays and stuff yeah <laughs> it's so complicated i watched this guy on youtube who like breaks down stuff and i breaks down like football plays and things like that yeah. and why players are good um and it's just like i'm i'm trying so hard to, to understand it and to get behind it but i'm just like i just get lost in all like the circles and the triangles yeah. and the arrows and and like where you're supposed to go and like the a bat a the a gap the b big b gap the c gap and like mm-hmm. it's just it's a lot it's a lot and so i commend anybody i'm sure when as you're if you're like playing it from when you're young and you learning it like through your life then of course you're going to be really really good at it but like just just kind of like just dipping my toe in the water of football i'm just like this is yeah incredibly complicated complicated to a level that I'm not sure I'm ever going to get to. But you were saying 
about Ben Simmons, how he was not in the last couple of games. Yes. I want to I want to go back to that. So I I actually haven't. So this is going to, to kill my credibility, but I have not been watching basketball in the last two, three years just because I haven't. Like, I watched the Miami Heat against the Lakers, my two favorite, well, top three favorite teams. Um, Only Miami Heat. We already, we, we already discussed this already about Miami Heat and how I love them. Um, But anyways, to this year's playoffs, what I've been seeing is that Ben Simmons is really not taking any jump shots. And what's concerning is that Ben Simmons is like, and a professional basketball player and right. he's playing on a position that requires. So the way also basketball is set up is you've, if you've seen a basketball court, you know, you can be right in front of it or you could be far away and you can shoot yep. threes. And the position of the yep. point guard is typically Have you seen Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay. So what Steph Curry does is not even, it's, it's something special. It's something, it's, it's something special. We'll, it's we'll, not real. It's really not. And I have, when the, he, when he gets the ball, it's on a string and it just, somebody's pulling it. Into the net. to the bat. There's a magnet in the basketball and in the basket. There's a magnet. Yep, and it yeah. only activates when it's in Steph Curry's hands. Yeah, or Clay Thompson, or Clay Thompson. Yep, or Clay Thompson because Clay that motherfucker can shoot. Those the and that is the de- anyways. Anyways, let's get let's we'll move anyways, on from this. Anyways. But Ben Simmons has not been shooting like he's supposed to, and people are starting to question. Like he he's we've seen videos of him missing wide open sh- like shots in practice, and everybody's like. Why aren't you? Yes, you can do this for the first couple of years of your career, but when are you going to start to get better and try to win and say, I like all the greats, even Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's I would yeah. consider now a great player, um, mm-hmm. probably one of the top five players in the league. He came in without a jump shot. He was skinny as hell when he came in. He was getting bumped yep. around, pushed around. He put that weight on. You would never mm-hmm. thought he that guy was skinny. And then he, he developed a jump shot because he's a big motherfucker. And the way that shooting yeah. a basketball works is the taller you are, the harder it is. I mean, yeah. depending. Or the easier it is. Yeah, or, or the easier. Harder? I, it depends. So I would say there's a plateau where it kind of cuts off. I would say 5'11 yeah. through 6'4". It's pretty mm-hmm. easy because you have a lot of space in between you and the basket. It's still height of the basket. You can still put it up and in. Where yeah. once you get six five and up, it gets harder. That's why Shaq and guys that are so big and strong, it's so hard for them to shoot the ball. It's because right. the ball. If I my hands aren't super big, but if I can palm that, imagine how easy it is for Shaq and 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 and, and Wilt Chamberlain, guys like that who have yeah. who weren't great free throw shooters, LeBron. They palm the ball. It's so hard to shoot it because you have so much fuck. Like you're yeah. covering so much of the ball with your hands. Yeah, and yet it seems like like a like like a fucking orange. And so that's yeah. like it's like shooting an orange into like a a plastic cup. Oh yeah. But okay. like for them, yeah. Because it's so yeah, you think it's so much easier to control, but when you're so fucking strong, you have to find mm-hmm. that balance in between finessing it into the hoop and also just. Yeah. Because if, if, if anybody's also watched, like, professional, the difference between a professional basketball player when they shoot it and, like, an average player, the rec guy is, that shot is consistent. And if you watch, like, Steph Curry, if you watch, like, James Harden, guys like that, when they shoot the ball, it doesn't, it barely hits the net at times. It, mm-hmm. it just, it's so calculated. It goes right through the net. doesn't even hit the rim. You see a little bit of movement in the rim. Then you see those guys at the rec, it'll boom, boom, off the rim a little bit, then go in. Or it'll mm-hmm. swish. They're wide open, or it's a lucky ass swish. Those swishes mm-hmm. you got to work for. But anyways, 
Yeah. Bits and bits haven't been playing it, great. Isn't isn't it part muscle memory though? Yes. Like, that's why you have yes. to have like shooting practice. Yes. Like, and just like put shots up all the time, just because you're so that your body is used to the motion of mm-hmm. of the ball traveling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I tried out for the basketball team and um um in middle school and I made it, which was cool. Um, but then I tried out for um, a basketball team in high school and I and I didn't make it. And it kind of bummed me out for a little bit. Um, and so that's why I picked up golf. Um, but, um, I mean, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I envy people that are, that are good at a sport like that. Yeah. Um, just because you look so cool when you're good at basketball. Yes. And also, and also it's, it's, it's entertaining to watch. And I think it requires a lot of, a lot of, brain power a lot of athleticism yeah um a lot of intuition and like footwork and hand-eye coordination like you need a lot of uh, it's like a recipe a lot of focus of, of stuff you, you yeah, need a, a lot, lot of focus is what it a is. lot of things you gotta you gotta be good at yeah and i'm i commend those people i really really do i applaud them i mean i also envy them I mean, but that's, and then you going back, you were talking about how like, it seems like a language, a different language. And that is, that is a lot of things in life. That is just, that is just professionally. Like I, as much as I don't want to actually fuck that. I would say that if we go out here and we're training as actors, that's a different language because there, there are some things that yes, you can easily pick up even if you don't have training, Mm -hmm. but what I discovered is personally why I enjoy acting it's because it is the study of humans being humans and the way that we talk conveys different, completely different messages. So you can give me and you the same script and we can be the same yeah. character. But if I say something a little different, like I put a little bit of reflection, different stuff in my voice, different we're going to say two yeah. different things. Exactly. Just, and just because who we are, things are just going to yeah. come off differently. And that attributes itself to being a different type of language to me. Because yeah. le- I think a lot of things, a lot of, I think we don't classify a lot more things as language that should be considered language. Or we need a mm. new umbrella term for what a lot of this stuff is. Because body language and all that stuff, yes, these are these are languages. And no one yeah. will, I don't know how to, I'm losing myself I on feel, it. Go I ahead. feel like people are, people people study that type of stuff. And that's what I love. And that's what I love about we're acting just, because yeah, you, you, just, you're studying it. Yeah. Speaking of acting, me and yes. Khalid are in a show. We are. <laughs> I feel like we we should advertise this. We should. Um, It's called The Cosby Satires, mm-hmm. but it has nothing to do with Bill Cosby. I have well, to state that. Do oh, we have to state that? No. Okay. Continue. Well, I'm sorry. I mean, okay. So <laughs> it, I, 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 it does not I surround Bill a- Cosby at all. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I've had to say that every time that yeah. I, I've been like, "Oh, what show are you in?" Oh, the Cosby satires. And because, like, oh. and I'm like, but it doesn't have anything to do with Bill Cosby. But... It's at the Strand Theater. It's from July 8th to the 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, tickets are on sale now. I believe general admission is twenty dollars, mm-hmm. and student is ten. Senior, veteran or something like that. Military maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, is ten dollars. So come through on. Mm-hmm. The tenth of Ju- Saturday tw- night. Twenty twenty one. This is twenty twenty one. July tenth. There's gonna be a reception after the evening show. Uh-huh. There's gonna be food and drinks. Uh-huh. Um, but we have other shows. 
five shows. Yeah. So come and see one of them, please. We out here grinding like Tony Hawk. Um, and Ooh. also, and also, I would say the first part of the show. Um, yeah. may seem like it's about Bill Cosby and his ridiculous antics and fucking what a person and what a guy that he, man. Yeah, what a uh, what a not yeah, he's a guy. great guy that man. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. He but anyways, um, yeah, the first act, the first act, I guess we we would call that what the act is is has yeah, first along part. the lines of that. But it's not the same thing at all. It's, but it's not. anyways, you can come see it if you'd like. Actually no. Please. I'm not giving you an option. If you're listening to this podcast, that means you have time. And that means Surprise, bitch. that you got time to come see us in this you damn show. You got roped in. Yeah. I think the show's probably like Two hours? 60, 70 minutes. Oh. It's not it's not that long. Now nah, I'm going to earn my pauses. I'm going to add like 10 minutes onto the show. <laughs> you better not. You bet not. I'm going to add swear. like 10 minutes onto the show. Just be like, if you slow this show down, please, I swear. <laughs> I swear. Okay. Hello, um, <laughs> I am my character, and then I just oh, wait. Stop. Hey. Oh. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> okay. Are you already off book? Those uh, are the lines, you guys. I actually am pretty fucking solid with my, with Act Two. Um, yeah. I don't have a lot of lines compared to everybody. I just have like two, three, mm-hmm. four big model—not big, but like medium-sized chunks of text—and. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, that's really it. I mean, but I, I'm going to make sure I get them things down. They're going to be pretty. I, like, I was working yes, on it before sir. we started the podcast. And that's another thing, too. Um, I saw something that Viola Davis p- tweeted, and I saw it on yep. on our Instagram, and it was about, and I hate, it was about Denzel Washington, actually. And the one thing, and I'm sure she He agrees, is awesome. Yes, is do the work. Yes. Um, especially with acting, a lot of people can just go in, go in the room, and be like, "Oh, I got the script memorized," and they'll go out there and just spit it out. And there's people that are talented mm-hmm. enough to get away with that. But for Khalid Mustafa Gordon Taylor, I know I gotta inhale that script, I gotta play with the script, and I gotta mm-hmm. raise the script to be my baby. Um, <laughs> and I think that's 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 something that, again, going back to the language thing, is something that people don't really recognize. There's a gap in acting as well. There's a yeah. big old fucking gap. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a gap in everything. Yeah. I think I I explore I explore best in rehearsal yes. on my feet. I think that is the word for me. That's why I love rehearsal so much. Yeah. Um, I'm always excited to be there. Um, because I know something's gonna happen and I'm gonna have a I'm gonna learn something new. It's yeah. like I'm always gonna learn something new every rehearsal. Right. And like how. How exciting is that? And it's not going to be a drag to learn it. Nope. It's not going to be tedious. Nope. It's not going to be annoying. It's not going to be boring. Preach. It's going to be fun. Talk so. And I'm 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 going to get to a point um where I'm just I'm just filled with information and I really I really can't wait to get there. Because and rem- it literally every time, every time I'm I I leave rehearsal mm-hmm. feeling like a better person and a better actor. And my question, and, and remember we were talking about this. Yep. You got to keep expanding your brain, though. That's the thing. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you can be filled with, with all this information, but there's always going to be new information coming in. And that's a life thing, and that's an acting thing, and that's just a general thing. You never want to yeah. close yourself off to new information. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think, honestly, I think it's really getting to a point where, where I think we are at a point in our in our acting careers where we're about to yeah. to really have to keep our brains like... 
open, open. Not 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 like, like oh, I'm listening oh, a little bit. No, I got it. Yeah, like we no, really got to take in everything that we're hearing and seeing. I don't open the garage doors on my okay. brain, bro. Is it everything, like everything can come in? Now, what type of garage door are we talking here? Are we talking electronic or the ones you got to raise manually? Electronic. I just press a button. You press a button? Yeah. You're lucky. You're lucky. Because for me, I feel like now people. You got you gotta, you got to. Yeah, I got I got to. Yeah, I got one of the things? manual, the manual garage doors. It's hard. But and it's a heavy fucking that's a little, door. That's a little rough, bro. Yeah, because once I, I open that. I guess the effort is worth it, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, mm-hmm. it's really hard for me to learn new things. But once I yeah. truly open my, like, I, n- I try not, especially with acting, I never try to shut my brain off. And so yeah. when I open up that heavy ass garage door, mm-hmm. that stuff stays in that garage. And it's going, that, and, and, it don't and, go nowhere. No, no. It don't go nowhere. No, it may hide right in the garage, it's, it's but with it's in me, the garage. It's with me forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 If I've done a show with you, I've probably learned something from you. I'm not going to lie. Oh? Yeah. Oh, Anyways, I like that. Yes, let's go. What are we talking? We got some uh, preguntas. Oh, from, uh, that's what we talking about. We got from the some of our listeners. Okay. Y'all are too nice to us. Did y'all know okay. that? Now I we will say, so much. some of these are just general shouts, but lot. we have some. Yes, I, I, I appreciate and love most of y'all. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of you. <laughs> you random person listening. All right, yeah. So. First question, this is not from anybody. Oh, it's just okay. a question. If it's uh, your birthday, happy birthday. Whose birthday? If Who's it's yours. Oh, okay. Happy birthday. What are some songs you have a lot of memories? Damn, they, okay. That's not a complete sentence. But yeah, what are some songs <laughs> you have a lot of memories? What are some songs I have a lot of memories? Um, yes. The Superfruit Future Friends album just has a very big spot in my heart because I would listen to it with my significant other mm-hmm. and that would that would be absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. And we went to see them in concert together and that was one of the best concerts I think I've ever been to. Um you said and super it's fruit? Superfruit, yeah. It's it's Scott and Mitch from Pentatonix. Um if we ever show the video <laughs> there is a Pentatonix poster in my background because I'm a humongous Pentatonix fan. And Mitch and Scott, who are two of the members or two members of Pentatonix, they had their own little duo called Superfruit and they would make YouTube videos and it would be the best thing ever. Um, and then they made an album and then they stopped posting forever. <laughs> but the album was really, really good and they made music videos for all of the songs. So it was like a visual album too. Um, shout out to them because that shit was great. I'm probably yeah. gonna make a music video about how, I'm not a music video. I'm probably gonna make a YouTube video about how amazing the album is. Um, but yeah, it just, I was a great time in my life when that album came out. Um, the music is just really, really good. It's a lot of love songs. It's a lot of songs about relationships, and I soaked that shit right up. And so, specifically, the song "Keep Me Coming" mm. um, is just—it's just a banger and a half. I think it's one of the most slept-on songs on the album. Um, banger exercise, yeah. no sides. What you mean? Like, is there fries on the side of that banger? There's chili cheese fries on the side of that. Chili banger. cheese fry. Oh, that's banging. That's like I'm knocking on some aluminum foil walls 
Or it's a metal wall. That's banging right there. Yes, sir. All right, what about you? What about you, Mr. Taylor? Um, for me, uh there's this really obscure Sonic uh chemical plant remix on YouTube that I've listened to since Sonic like the Hedgehog? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I there's a it's like there's a there's a zone in the video original video game. Actually, is it is it Sonic one or two? It might be two. Um, basically, mm-hmm. there's a zone called the Chemical Plant Plant Hill Zone or whatever it's called. No, that's Green Hill Zone, Chemical Plant Zone, and it's really like techno and stuff. And I really enjoy EDM and stuff like that. And so, that was one of the first songs that I heard remixed, and it was like really really solid. It's just like a solid EDM remix of an already electronic song and I like that. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, yeah. I can and get behind that. Yeah, it's really solid. But uh that would probably I have another a bunch of other songs, but we have a bunch of other questions. So uh next question. Okay. Yes please. what do you do? Actually no. Let's get let's get a question from we're gonna say we're gonna say the name. Alex M. Alex And this Hi, is Alex. For, this is to Magenta. What? I miss you and I love you. What school phase, what school phase of your life do you think would be the most interesting to write a show about? What That's a great question. Phase? That's a really fucking good question. Good school shit, phase? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What school phase of your life do you think would be the most interesting to write a show about? That's a fantastic question. Thank you mm-hmm. for one. I and I love you for two. Um. Let's see. Well, my life's been pretty boring, I think, up until <laughs> up until up until recently. And there's a lot of shows about boring shit. But yeah, good. like I like I said, uh, like I said earlier, I think um, like I played golf in high school, so like obviously I wasn't <laughs> like having a great time. Um, but I think specifically my my oh my god my spring semester of my freshman year to the winter of my or like this the fall of my sophomore year so i think Mm. it would be spring 2018 to Mm -hmm. fall 2018 Mm. because that time was a whirlwind for me um, but I, but I, but I had a, I had a great time. I think it was like a lot of, a lot of, uh, like new stuff happened to me, like relationship wise. Mm-hmm. Um, like I came out to my mom, like in that time frame. Mm-hmm. Um, like <laughs> my phone fell in the toilet, my car, like, like the brakes kind of fail, like, and like ended up in the middle of the street and like that was a whole thing i had to deal with um just like a lot of like bullshit happened but at mm-hmm. the same time i was having the time of my life because i was like learning a lot about myself that i liked yeah and i think that that juxtaposition of the bullshit and the good shit would make a good show i think that would make a wonderful fucking show and i think you should if you don't gotta do it now but keep that in the back of your mind i always say when you're about 40 and really, like when you're about forty, yeah. now you got some. Right. You got some <sighs> Writing is about. so intimidating to it me. It is. Keep going. Sorry. Because I feel like you have to have 
like everything planned out before you even start and i literally my brain literally can't do that it would have to start from the beginning and just go and just like keep adding parts and kind of pretty much just make a puzzle and like have to piece it together myself so i'm creating the puzzle at the same time i'm trying to put the puzzle together and like that's what it would feel like to like write a show or write something and so that's why i don't think i could do it no and because i don't think i could do it i just don't even attempt no. to. i don't like what you're saying i don't want to waste my time you know i don't like what you're saying i don't like what you're saying i hear a lot of can'ts i hear a lot of i'm not gonna do this i hear a lot of because i know i know my limitations i know your limit i know some of your limitations and i know that that is not one of them uh, here, here. Pish all right, posh. hold on. Pish posh. Hold on. We going, we going, we going. This, that's our last question because now we are gonna have a real moment before we close out. Uh, yes, Magenta, sir. I know uh -huh. that you are extremely capable of writing, writing a goddamn. If you can write a single page of a script, you can write a two hundred page script. And I'm gonna tell you that right. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me. Bruh. Let me. Let, let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Let me finish. Let yes. me finish. So my my bad. Go ahead. I think. That you are really underselling it. You have a fucking acting degree. You have mm -hmm. a degree in, in, in the study almost, I think, of humans and what the fuck we do, sort of. Not like psycho psychology and all that stuff, but the study of just like bullshit and, Human and behavior. what do we do. Yes, yes. You can't, you telling me you can't puzzle, you're telling me people, first of all, you don't think other writers, great and successful writers have written like that? Just said, let me put this shit out on the page and I can come back and restructure that shit? Like, mm. come on now, because that's what it sounds like you're saying. You're saying I can write something from the beginning to the end, and last thing yeah. I ch last time I checked, that sounds that, like a story. Um, that, hold on, that's hold the on. Thing I don't. Mm mm. Because you you you're gonna put in all this negative information. Uh uh. I'm, We're not doing that. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to be honest with myself. I'm just trying to be honest with myself. Magenta, that's all. Is it okay yeah. if we say how old you are? Yeah, go for it. Twenty two. Yeah. Magenta. Huh. There are people that have been alive for four of your lifetimes. Yeah? Four of your lifetimes? Yeah. 88, yeah. And they are completely different fucking people. And they have they, they said a lot of shit in their 20s that they couldn't do. Like, I right now, there's a bunch of shit they say I say that I can't do. And then I wake up and do it the next day. Like, mm -hmm. wake up. Um. So, I, I really think that it, you don't have to do it now. That's the thing. I think right now you're thinking you can't do it. Maybe right now you don't feel that you can do it, so you won't do it. But I think yeah. if, if it's a question of if you can or can't do it, you can do it. I think you don't want to do it because you're intimidated by it. And I think it's the same reason I don't want to write shit. Well, the same reason I don't want it because I, I just don't want to. I have no right. interest in writing shit. It sounds like you may have an interest, but if you don't want to, you don't want to. I I mean, there's, there's, there's like a bug in me that wants to create. Yeah. But I just... There's a there's a bigger part of me that doesn't know where to start or how to start, and so that kind of just inhibits kind of any sort of creative. You got Microsoft Word, right? Yeah, I just have to work. I just have to work through it. But like, it's I'm at a point in my life where I'm not in a position where I can really commit mm. to yeah commit the mind space to creating stuff just because I need to get my life together first. Mm -hmm. like behind this camera, my room is a literal mess. I need to like finish moving home from college. I need to remodel my room. I got to get a new desk. I got to do, I got to build a PC. Like I have so much stuff I got to do yeah. that like, I feel like once I clean everything up and like get to a point of sort of catharsis. Mm. Or, Say it again. Or, Say that word one more time. Catharsis. Say it one more time. Or, <laughs> Catharsis. Oh! Okay, continue. Cthulhu. Oh, wait, um, what? <laughs> the 
What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's the noise Cthulhu makes. Bro. Okay. But just like once, or or what is it called? When like it's, when it's like the beginning. This is script analysis now. When it's the beginning of like the, the they're in like state state stasis. Stasis. That's what yeah. it is. I was thinking yeah. status, but it's stasis. Like when I get to a point of stasis, mm-hmm. like now I'm. It's like I'm the I'm the rising action right now. You're the rising action. I'm gonna get action, to a climax okay. soon, and then falling action, and then I'm trying to get back to the new stasis. Mm. Um, so just give me a second. Yeah, I wanna, take your time. I want to do shit. I want to make shit, but yeah. just like give me a second. Let me get to because my brain cannot handle too many things at once. No. Um, if it does, um, that's overload. Yeah, it's gonna overload. I'm gonna need to like uh, restart. I'm gonna blue screen for a second. Oh. Um. But yeah, so it's coming. But just like give me a second. Like give me a second. And so, I hear you, brother. Thank you. Thank you for your words. But like, just, just <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> so my question is, when do you think you'll be in a place of stasis? I don't know. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. out. That's how yeah. we do it. There it is. Clap it up, T. <laughs>